Hello, friend, and thanks again for joining us on our 260 Challenge. Uh, we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Uh, today we're coming to you from Luke chapter number 23, and this is a lot happening in this chapter. Uh, and it's so awesome that it's happening, and we're reading this chapter during this Holy Week. This is when Jesus is actually um, put on the cross, and he's actually nailed to the cross here. He stood before Pilate. He stood before Herod, and neither one of them found any fault in him. And he, this is where he would say those, uh, that famous line in verse 34, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And then he uh, bows his head in verse 46 and he cries with a loud voice, And Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And so many familiar verses here in this chapter. But there's one that's a little bit more obscure, and I want to I look at that verse today and, and just kind of talk on it a little bit. Look in verse 31. It says, for if they do these things in a green de- in a green tree, what shall be done in the dry? Verse thirty four. If they do these things in a green tree, what shall be done in the dry? Now, what's Jesus talking about here? If you look back, you'll see that when Herod first hears that uh, Jesus is coming to him, he is in Jerusalem and he sees uh, Jesus, and he was exceeding glad. Verse eight says he was desirous of him for a long time because he had heard many things what Jesus had done, but he had a desire and hoped that he would have seen a miracle. So what does this mean? It means that during this green tree time, this this time of flourishing, this time when you think of a green tree, you think of life, you think of things happening, you think of fruit coming forth, you think of, of uh, springtime and, and new life and new beginnings. That's what Jesus is saying here. He said, "I'm this is my green tree time. When I'm doing these miracles that even Herod wants to see, when I've been raising the dead, when I've been causing blind to see, when I have done so many miracles and fed fed five thousand with just a little bit, he says, and this is how they treat me. He said, in this time when when my ministry is here on earth and there's so many crowds trying to get to me, there's so many people wanting to be close to me, and he said, but this is how they treat me. They nail me to a cross. Notice he tells them in verse. Uh, 28, he says, daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your children. He's saying the time is going to get worse. He said, the days are coming which they shall say, blessed are the barren and the wombs that never bear the paths which never gave suck. Then shall they begin to say to the mountains, fall on us and to the hills, cover us. Jesus is telling them plainly there, if they treat me like this in this green tree season, while everything is flourishing and everything is good, this time that I'm warning you about, this time I'm telling you to really weep about in this dry season, just think about what they're going to think about me and how they're going to treat me. Friend, I, I think today that folks really disregard Jesus even more so than these people did that was crying out, crucify him, crucify him. I think our, our world today is even more offended by those folks who wanted to nail him to a cross. I think today our world hates Jesus more than these religious-minded people who nailed him to the cross. I think our season is so dry. I think we're living in a time where he's absolutely despised. Why? Because Jesus is truth. And when you see truth, what does it make you do? It forces you to look at yourself. It forces you, as many folks don't want to do, to have to deal with their sin. They want to stick their head in the sand. They want to say that I'm better than my neighbor. They want to say this is my right. I can live anyhow I want to. But then when you bring up sin to folks and you bring up the remedy to sin, which is Jesus, 
man, this dry season, they get so mad. And I believe, honestly, if they could, this world today would want to crucify him all over again. They'd want to nail him to the cross all over again. But thanks be to God, there's still some people that celebrate the resurrection. There's still some people that believe in living right. There's still some people that believe in loving thy neighbor, all because of the word that he left behind. Man, I know that we live in what the, the, Jesus would describe here as, as a dry season, but I'm glad and I really believe that the church is still alive. I believe that the church still has a function. I believe the church still has a purpose. And I believe the church is still powerful. Bless God. People are still getting saved. Lives are still being changed all because of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So today, let me encourage you. Let me, let me encourage you to take an inventory of your life during this season and say, what can I do to combat those that would cry out, crucify him? You know what the answer is? Love them. That's the only way we overcome evil is with good. Not to judge. Let's just love them and let him judge them. Thank you, my friend, again, for giving a listen today. I hope this helps you. I hope you see God moving in your life. And I want to challenge you one more time to bow your head and raise your hands and thank God for his awesome and wonderful and amazing grace that saved a wretch like me.